Trial by fire theory does work sometimes. Sure. Like in a uh, controlled environment <laughs> with extinguishers. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, okay. This is the ep. Okay, great. We're doing it. I'm doing well. It's going to be a wild day, I think. Like, I'm in a weird mood because um, today I'm going to lunch with a friend and then we're going to do a Pokemon Go run because we're not a run, we're a walk. I don't run. That's difficult. I think you have to have mass cardio. Yeah. Yeah. And then it would tell me I'm going too fast. Yeah, I'm going, going too, too fast. fast. <laughs> you need to calm down. I'll be like, stop. Don't yell at me. So we're doing that. Um, we're going towards this camp, DePaul campus, if you guys are in Chicago. Um, we're going by DePaul because they have a lot of stops there, and it's like a big campus. So we're going to walk around there. Do you want to um, explain that to the people that aren't from Chicago? Is it just like a, a mall? Oh, it's a college. It's a college. Oh, it's a college. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. If you're from Chicago, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I, 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 know. So, I hate that phrase so much. Like, I hate it so much. But I'm glad I, I got to finally use it. <laughs> um, so we're going to walk around there, and it's actually by an old card shop. Him and I used to do uh, the Pokemon TCG at, and they Pokemon TCG just released this, like, it's a, it's a new expansion. It's called Hidden Fates. Well, it wasn't just released, but they released new products of it. So I kind of want to hunt those down because some of those cards are worth so much money right now. Like if you can pull that Charizard, ooh. ooh. So these are these are new cards that are worth that much. Yeah. So it's like the new set. Um, they're called Hidden Fates. They've been hard for me to find, but one of my friends in Texas says, "Oh, they're here all the time." I'm like, "Bitch, where?" Like yesterday, I found. The new expansion, it has a Pokeball in it. I bought it because I remembered I had a gift card in my pocket worth a hundred bucks. So I was like, well, I got that. And this thing was expensive. It was 50 bucks. And I was like, mm, this hurts, but I'm going to keep it for right now. We don't, I have that thing called Briar's Remorse sometimes. So we're going to see if I don't keep it, I'll return it, obviously. But if not, it's obviously going to be a video on my channel eventually. Cross promo, there it is. Um, <laughs> you know, whenever I have time to do that. And in the afternoon, um, my old principal from my grade school, when my dad died, she bought, she like bought, I guess you buy it, but you get the mask dedicated to somebody. So tonight's mask is going to be, I guess, dedicated to my dad. It's not, it's not like a huge thing. They just, I guess they just like say your name, but they still charge you like That's 50 nice. bucks. Oh. So I was like, I know, right? Because I asked my mom, I was like, I was like, does that cost money? And she's like, yeah, probably. And I was like, yeah, knowing my, knowing my, I mean, it's the church. School, yeah, I mean, even well, when we went to go get my dad, um, like the mass or whatever, I laid it on thick with the with with the priest because I used to actually work for him. I was like, yeah, I used to work for you. Like I did this. Um, I went to school here. All my cousins went to school here. You know my uncle, and he still charged me full price for the goddamn mass. I was like, you son of a bitch. I believe it. And then at night we are making our grand return to Moretti's, and let me tell you, I am so excited i have been campaigning for this for months and then finally our schedules have lined up and so it's gonna be a wild night is it it's just your schedules haven't lined up so you guys haven't been there yeah because obviously katie went on her honeymoon uh mike and ryan actually went on a trip and then we ended up going to wisconsin together and it's just been it's wild 
it's weird being old. Like, uh, nobody's schedules match up. Especially when they're, like, in relationships and, like, doing things. And I'm just like, I'm just at home playing video games. And, <laughs> like, it's really weird that I'm the one that's, like, not busy. Or the one, yeah, the one that's not busy. And everyone else is like, I'm living my life. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> Why? Well, the thing is, you're busy just in different ways. You're busy with yeah. projects. And usually that stuff's, like, during the week. So it's, like, my weekends are free, but then their weekends are free. Like, Katie and Kaylee. Like, Kaylee is a nurse, so she works crazy hours. Katie just turns into a vegetable and just doesn't answer her phone. Fair. Um, <laughs> like, Mike and Ryan are always off doing something, so I'm like, oh, one day. I, I'm so conflicted every every time I make plans on the weekend because I, it's so nice not doing anything. Yes. Just having, being able to do whatever you want. But then... I'm like, ah, I want to go see my friends. I want to go out. I want to do something. And again, we've talked about it. It's not FOMO. It's not like I'm like, oh man, they're all out doing things. I just, I'm, I'm like, I want, I want to, I want to go out, but I also want to stay home and play video games. Yeah. Well, that's what, well, that's what's nice about my other friends difficult. that like, I've obviously gotten close to with Robert and Alyssa. Like they just got a house and so they have a dog too. So like, we just like hang out there and it's, I'm like, I'm like, I think I hang out with them more now. And I'm like, haha. Everyone's like, well, I want to hang out too. I was like, well then stop doing things. I yeah, guess. Stop doing things. Stop going on honeymoons and like whatever the hell else you're doing and be, and just be friends with us. God. Allie was asking me on our way in, in South Carolina this weekend, visiting family. On our way up here, Allie was asking me if I wanted to go to the Post Malone concert on the, uh, I think it's the oh, 18th. I love And that. I just sat there and I was like, we're out of town this weekend. Pride is next weekend. Halloween is the last weekend. I'm going to go see that live podcast show the same weekend as Halloween. I, I want to go. I do want to go see Post Malone, but that will literally be the only weekend that I'm not doing something this month. Allie, I will go with you to the Post Malone concert. Screw him. I'll go. Oh, do it. I will she would love key. it. She's going out the way. Be there. I love. I don't. Well, I don't know if I. I can't say that I love Post Malone, but I love this last album. Yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah, I like him a lot, and I, I would love to go. Oh, speaking of things <gasps> that cost money, Shit's Creek is coming to Atlanta. Oh, I saw their live panel. Yeah. Listen. Listen. One hundred and fifty-three dollars is the cheapest tickets. Oh my god! Worth it. It is, I like, oh. want to see them. We were like, we're doing this. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I want to sit in that cute little table on the balcony area. They're <laughs> 188 a piece. I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade us. Like if they're willing to pay this much, yeah. I'm going to pay the extra. Went to check out. It was like $600. It's like, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. This math does not add up. So I started going through. It's an extra like $105 just in service fees. Yeah. For the tickets. It's, they're no joke. Like we bought Kim Petra's tickets. I'm like, I, well, we were Bullshit. talking about Lizzo tickets. I went to see Lizzo uh, last weekend and it was like $15 in fees. I was like, is this a joke? Is this, is this real? It's not like, the, okay. A service fee, fine. Five, 10 bucks, whatever the cost of the ticket. And I get, I get that if, if it was a, I don't know, $20 ticket, that yeah. kind of service fee would be absurd. But it's, it's even more ridiculous that it's like a percentage of the cost. There's no extra work being involved, no extra processing, no extra nothing. In Chicago, the there's just like amusement taxes. So it's like not only are you paying, the tax on it and then whatever the service fee is, but there's other mini taxes in there too. That add, and it's disgusting how much shit costs. I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm so upset because I really <laughs> want to go see them, but I cannot justify the cost in my head. 
Well, apparently they were selling off um, some of the props and stuff, too. Because, like, Katie was, like, rapid-fire texting at the end of my workday, and I come back to, like, 50 messages and to her being, like, so excited about it. And then all of a sudden, all of David's stuff was sold out. She's like, I can't do this. Now it's all just, like, jewelry and stuff that I can obviously not afford or want to get. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> God, I would, I would love some of the just absurd outfits of Moira's. Just to hang. A wig. Yes. <laughs> but she sends you a letter that tells you you can't have the wig because you don't know how to handle it properly. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, None of you were trained. Can, uh, we, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I want Davis one Parker. of, I want one of, I want David's black and white sweater. That's the one I want. The like houndstoothy Which one? one? The like houndstoothy one. That's my favorite one. Hello. 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 Sorry, I keep losing you. My computer can't handle this. <laughs> My computer's upset. It is. It's so, I'm sure this is all I'm going to be able to hear in the recording. It sounds like it's about to either explode or take off. <laughs> well, let's hope for the latter and not the former. Yeah. Um, uh, what I, were we I saying? Like the Houndstooth Black- one. The Houndstooth oh, yes. one. That one's my favorite. I do love that. Um, uh, damn it. I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> Is, is this where we say we're talking about mistakes? Do what? Is this is this where we say we're talking about mistakes? Do we have do we have that? I don't even remember. We started that episode saying that, oh. but I figured we'd probably end up saying it again, and I can just mistakes splice and dice. <laughs> oh, we did. I remember this. Yeah, because I said this podcast is a mistake, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which honestly today probably seems like big the the biggest mistake <laughs> trying to record this. <laughs> Listen, I talking about <laughs> buyer's remorse and everything. First of all, I went, uh, you ready to talk about some of our mistakes, <laughs> some mistakes in general? I don't know. What are mistakes? <laughs> I was actually thinking about, cause I was trying to make a little like section for like the workplace and jobs and things. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm, I do like a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really good at my job. So I'm always the one yelling at people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> trying to be boss i don't even try just take it i'm like i'm i am boss or like no you're not i'm like no but i am no but listen did you listen to me you're listening to me did you ask me what to do okay then but but what do the employees listen to you who's in charge listen to me me. (laughs) i'm actually in charge sorry about it all right yeah so uh, how do you want to start this i guess we're just doing it we're in it we're in mistakes we're we're in a mistake (laughs) yeah we've already made a hundred made one we're here you guys are all part of this we're on a weird schedule so we're like just talking so this is this episode might be a big huge mistake mistake. huge mistake (laughs) i just want to make our cover art for this that the the, the big mistake oh see i went to um i went to a pretty (laughs) woman uh we're perfect so we don't make mistakes i don't believe in that can you so i tried to think of something that has just stood out in my life as what was potentially like my biggest mistake obviously just from the nature of how the world works something has been the biggest mistake of our lives and i had a really hard time thinking of like what that might be i think about it all the time like i always well not i don't mean like the biggest mistake but like i always second guess myself and i always think like if I did make a mistake by like choosing, I I like to live my game like a kind of or my life like a like a telltale game. Like I sit there and I'm like, did that <laughs> did did this choice really affect me? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I think the one thing that sticks out in my life, like as 
a quote-unquote big mistake or whatever would obviously be, I know it sounds bad, but, like, the role that I ended up playing in my family. And, like, after my dad died, like, seeing how much time and how much energy, how much money, how much everything of myself that I put in and also lost. Like, there's a lot of things that... Like, I like I talk to my, my, my family about it and they, like, don't understand. Everyone thinks I'm in crisis right now. Everyone thinks I'm, like everyone's just seeing my depression now. And I'm like, really? Where have we been for the past 13 years? I was like, where have y'all been? So everyone thinks I'm in crisis and they're all like really worried about me. But I'm like, I took that role of like a strong person in both family stuff, friendships, relationships. I always just automatically take that role job, especially like I'm always just like, I'm in charge. Um, And I'm like the rock and I don't do that. And sometimes I regret having like i don't want to say regret but sometimes maybe it was a mistake that i took that role on you know because now everyone sees me as this like strong person and then when i'm having a hard time everyone's like i don't understand what What do you mean what do you mean you're not relatable and i'm like oh my god so does that mean that you think you actually don't like to be in charge or you've just adjusted Um, to it i i think i've adjusted to it i i mean i don't know because that's the thing i feel like i've been put in that role so i didn't really have a choice yeah and I wish I would have made the conscious choice. Like, I really wish I would have had the choice to choose it, you know? So I don't, because I don't know. Maybe it, maybe I am a person that just kind of wants to be told what to do. But I also am like, no, at this point, because that's just how I live my life. Now. Right. You know, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. No, I get it. To think about, to think about mistakes. It is. Um, especially trying, looking back, because I, I kept trying not to frame anything that I was, I was thinking or wanting to talk about in in the way of it being a regret, because I mean, they, they obviously do work in tandem. They're tied together. I mean, if we've made a mistake, a lot of times we feel regret or have a regret for how it played out or how we played it out. But that that's not really like the, the point or the context of the topic. And so that a lot of the things that I was thinking of are things that I almost regret, like maybe the way I acted in the situation, especially when I was younger and, and trying to come out and rebelling and all of those things. So I have a hard time saying that those were mistakes because they've, they've framed me for the person that I am, how I've adjusted, how I've turned out and, you know, essentially where I am today. So it, it, it was a little bit of a weird thing to try and look back on. Well, I mean, the biggest part of my notes and like, when we first started talking about this was I think people put a lot of pressure on mistakes and they're like, they're bad things. It's regrets, whatnot, but they're also learning experiences. Yeah. You learn from it, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like that's how, that's just how it goes. Like you have to, you have to fall, fall to succeed. For sure. And so thinking about like a job setting again, that's the way, if it's a, if it's a good company and you have a good manager, that's the way a lot of times it is framed. Like this is, this is a learning experience or a a learning moment. And that's actually this, this job that I interviewed for, they talked about that, how it was such a great place to work and good environment. And there's, you know, don't worry about if you mess up or something, we just view everything as a learning moment. And, you know, no one's like freaks out when something's fucked up. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll fit in here because I see other people fuck up and I'm going to say that was a mistake, sir. What you do? How are we going to fix it? Well, that's the thing. Like, (laughs) well, like in a company, like they say, yeah, don't worry about it. But it's also like it could cost you money. And like how many mistakes are too many mistakes then? Right. Like you don't want them to turn into a habit. For sure. Time is money, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then like talk like in that same vein, like. 
I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I've always known best practice. I've always known the best things. Like, no, I've had, I like, I've made my mistakes. I didn't take them well, obviously, as we all found out, I don't take criticism well, but I hear you and I see it and I'm going to do it. Just don't harp on me again about my mistakes. That's, that's my big thing. But, but like, but like to become a leader, to do something well, you do have to fail at it and you have to be very hands-on about it. You have to be very present and active in that moment to like acknowledge it figure out a plan, act it out, and the and the carry it, carry through, carry, what am I trying to say? Follow through. What am I trying to say? Follow through. That's the word. <laughs> there it is. Carry me. <laughs> have you ever been fired from a job? No. I haven't either. <laughs> I have been Close let go. Okay. So there's there's been a couple positions that I've had in my life where my essentially my position was terminated. So that happened oh. with one company. They realized that i mean they were they were having a really rough time not making money and just money going out the door and i was deemed one of the expensive resources that they could afford to to cut shocker Shocker. of course yeah so i mean that was obviously really frustrating but then same same thing with the job that i've talked about on here with the woman that was not kind and tried to cut my salary by ten thousand dollars We went into that review and I was like, I'm, you know, doing a good job. I would like a raise. Here's the reasons why. And she was like, opposite. I don't feel like you're doing as well as you could be. And so I want to cut your pay. (laughs) And so again, that was, it wasn't fired. I was like, I don't accept that. Yeah. So even that I've went back and forth with it for a few weeks. I was like, I have, I I didn't quit, but I didn't get fired. Did I quit? That might that might be a fire. well. I didn't accept her pay cut, yeah. So I feel like that know. was me. It was essentially saying like this is my notice because okay. she didn't say you don't work here anymore, bitch. It was just I'm cutting your salary, and I was like I don't work here anymore, bitch. That's a weird situation. You both just fired yourselves. Yeah, it was that. weird. I love that. She, I love that she fired you, but you let yourself go. <laughs> so there was really no no one knew what the fuck was happening in that moment. Right, and so that that was one of the jobs where I I tried to look and look back and say, you know, what what kind of mistakes did I make here? And you, it wasn't a mistake taking the job or moving here for it because it got me to Atlanta, and yeah. I love Atlanta, and I've had a lot of ups and downs, but. It's, you know, more, more or less on the up now and I enjoy it, but it's, I really think the only mistakes that I made there was not standing up for myself enough. I mean, I worked my ass off and I took a lot of her shit and let her make poor choices for the business and didn't question it earlier. Wow. Sounds like my last job. <laughs> right. And, and well, that's what I'll say about my jobs is like every time I left, I think I smelt fire and like the one before my last Sulfur. one, it was kind of literally uh, the one before my last one. It was more like there was a witch hunt mm. against some of us. Right. And like, I was one of the ones being hunted, but like I obviously stopped for myself, but I also had my like boss, like sniffing around asking people like about private conversations we just had or like, just personal conversations are like, are they talking bad about this place? Are you talking bad about this? And they're like, no, we're literally talking about life things. You freak. Get away. <laughs> so like they were that desperate to try and like get us on like company ground and be like, ah, you're evil. And I was like, ha I'm cunning. And then like, obviously my last job is the same basically as what you just said. It's like, 
you watched them make the bad choices and you went with it. And then eventually it turned on us and we were like literally being attacked and like our lives were being made a living hell on purpose. Yeah. Like, like our boss literally admitted it to to it, to another, to another boss. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And so like, I think, I think my mistake there was staying as long as we yeah. did. And a lot of people have asked us, like, since we left, they're like, why did you stay so long? And it was like, honestly, because like, I, I guess I felt comfortable. Yeah. But like, obviously, sometimes staying comfortable is a mistake. Like, you can't do that. And it's the same thing in relationships. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've definitely talked about that complacency. It's it's really easy to fall into. And it's human nature to not want to leave something that's that's comfortable and that you, you you're not thrilled about. But nothing's necessarily wrong. And yeah, I mean, change, change is scary, especially when it comes to your, your income, your livelihood. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. got bills, you've got student loans, probably. I mean, we're millennials. We're all a little bit in debt. So <laughs> fucking Sally Mae trying to get my shit. Get out of bitch. I don't make any money. <laughs> I don't make any money. <laughs> when she comes at me during, during the holiday times and I'm like, girl, you need to chill out. You're going to get your money on time, okay? Calm Don't down. worry about it. It might just be day of. Chill out. <laughs> Calm down. At least you're getting it. Yeah, at least... Or, 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 honestly, sometimes I want to be like, well, at least you're going to get something and give her like $2 and see what she does. <laughs> She'll probably, like, throw me, probably throw me in jail. They're like, all right, but next month. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, what are you going to do? Come on, fight me. <laughs> but I know... I'm. But like, it's scary because then like, if that change isn't good or like, if you leave something, like, is it good? Is it bad? you don't know and then if it's bad you're like oh shit that was a mistake but like at the same time you have to think was it really a mistake because one i like in those work situations or even relationships like toxic relationships like yeah i don't have that person those resources whatever anymore but i also have like a better state of mind you know i value that Mm -hmm. a lot more at this point especially after leaving that job i felt a lot better like i keep harping back on that and like my last relationship like yeah it sucked in the moment and like leaving whatnot but at the same time my life got exponentially better right you know so i mean whatever so that's it, it, always a give and take i guess with mistakes it's, it's a very big give and take yeah and like you said what whatever you learn from it and you can look back and that's why i mean regrets are regrets are hard because obviously there are some situations where you should regret i'm i don't know kill somebody ah. <laughs> but i mean for the most part it's you should learn from it. I mean, it's it's going to mold you or it's molded you. Hopefully you learned something. And I mean, if you're just out here doing it over and over again, then I mean, you're a fucking idiot. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe stop cheating after you did it the first time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Food, food, food for thought here, friends. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe don't call that guy up again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and see, that's how I was thinking about relationships, even like second chances and whatever. I've, I, oh yeah, that's I told you, firm believer. No well, thanks. and that's and that's your your view, and I respect that. And I'm I'm the opposite. I still I know. I mean, if if I have such strong feelings for someone, and I'm not again, I'm not talking about something super destructive to the trust or the or the relationship or something. Cheating is hard to come back from. I don't know. Maybe they stole ten thousand dollars from you, burned your house down. Like those are some things that are difficult to come back from. I still don't. I don't regret or think that the second chances that I've, I've given are mistakes. I'm still willing to give third ones in some situations. I mean, it, I think people change, people evolve and, you know, you can come together later in life and you've both grown and learned and you can still make it work. If you go like chemistry, the only times where I look and feel like 
a second chance in a relationship was a mistake was when the couple of times where I was the one that went trying to fix it. And I was like, well, maybe it's always been when I was the one that like ended it or called it all for broke up, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I miss that person. I'm feeling lonely. I feel sad. I'm going to reach out to them. And then usually it doesn't take long. I'm like, oh, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. I ended it for a reason. <laughs> Just mm. let that end to you. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't believe it. Because <laughs> I, I know I'll make some mistakes. I'm like, no, don't do it. Like, I I don't know. For me, for me, the second chance is always going to be a mistake. Like, I, uh, if it fucked up the first time, it's going to fuck up again. Like, I can't, like, I can't say that everyone's going to redeem themselves. Like, I even myself, like, I don't know if that's jaded sometimes, but even myself, like, I know what mistakes I'm going to yeah. make. I know what I'm prone to. And I'm like, I, uh-uh. Oh, no. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, even to myself, I just look at the I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't you dare. Don't go back on your bullshit today. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but in that same vein, like, I know it's okay to fuck up. Like, I, it's a very hard thing to unlearn, though. And it took me a very long time to learn to get up, get around that. Because I'm such a fucking perfectionist. Sure. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to to Natalia Kill's album, but her first her first album ever, I think it's called Perfectionist. The first track, it's like a little, it's like a, it's like an intro, like an intro lude, yeah. and it talks about what perfection is, and it's like subject is uh, obsessed with power control, a fantasist, and something else, and then it sounds like paper clicking, and then it goes just just take just take two of these with, with perfection and call me in the uh- morning. And I was like, ooh, bitch. Interesting. Ooh, bitch. So, like, I really, like, I really relate to that. But I've had, like, I, like, even now I'm with my new coworkers and they're all kind of new to the field or new to their positions. And I'm, quote, unquote, a seasoned vet. Old. So I'm having a, a hard time watching people make mistakes and watch them learn and sometimes I go, I want to fix things myself, but I have to stop myself and remember that I need to let people make mistakes. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it's the same thing in my friendships. Like, I don't tell my friends what to do. I give my two cents. I say, this is what could happen. You do as you please, but I'm going to let you make your own choices. Right. AKA mistakes, because I see that they're bad. But <laughs> I won't say I told you so, I promise. Letting, yeah, letting... People make mistakes is it's not a bad thing. It's definitely it can be a good thing. It can build character. It can build uh, trust and just a, a better person. Like we've been saying, learning, learning opportunity. But that yeah. employer that I was talking about earlier that was not a kind woman <laughs> trying to adjust the things that I say about her. She I remember her talking one time about how she believed in the throw you into the fire method. I was like, mm-hmm. no, that's bullshit. You were 25. You're not experienced enough to throw people into the fire and think that you're teaching them or they're learning something. You just don't know how to teach people. You don't know what you're doing. You you need them to go figure it out because you don't know how to do it. I love a good trap. I fire about that, though. <laughs> I hate being put in it, but I love watching people go. That's through. fine. Maybe from someone with an actual, like, at least a decade of experience, like leadership yeah. experience, not someone fresh out of college that decided to start a business. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> went to the fire. No, you just threw me to the wolves. Yeah, and, and they're on fire. I can't come back from that. <laughs> and they're on fire. <laughs> Balenciaga! They're, they're actually arguing. <laughs> but I will say this, though. Trial by fire theory does work sometimes. Sure. As, like, in a... 
uh, controlled environment <laughs> with extinguishers. Yes, that and <laughs> well, yeah, it's a controlled environment. Like I have to know that it's going to be okay. I'm going to jump in. I'm not going to let you burn too much. Like I'm going to go, <laughs> but then I'm I'll, I'll jump in and help you like eventually, and then I'll be like, hey, you're either cut out for this or you're not. And I remember that. My first, my first shop, like I obviously learned to become a lead, and I had my little experience at that place, and I automatically knew when they throw somebody new in who was going to be good and who was going to be bad, and sure. I watched them do it, and I let them handle their day, and then by like <laughs> twelve, I'm like, all right, it's enough. You've been here for an hour. I've, I've had, I've had it looking at you. Please get out. <laughs> and then I have to report to my boss and be like, nope, not that one. That one is suited for the older kids. Maybe <laughs> not for them. Fair enough. I'm not suited for babies. God, it was it's it's so fun. Like I don't know. I kind of I do believe in trial by fire, <laughs> and I think. But I but that's the thing. I think it's because I my life's been trial by fire. You know, sure. <laughs> like like I said, I've been thrown into things that I haven't been ready for and had to learn. <laughs> so it's been very trial by fire everywhere. Oh my god, how to <laughs> how to gracefully handle a mistake? That's my that's that's what I wrote down. How to gracefully handle a mistake? Yeah, like your own mistake both if you did it or if i did it mm. how like how do you go about it oh know? it depends honest but i mean honestly it's just, it's kind of the same thing for everyone like first of all you have to you have to admit that you did it you have to accept that you made that i guess that mistake i guess it's a tough one but you have to admit that you did it <laughs> and then if you don't know how to fix it or like there's no way to find it on your own you really have to ask for help which is literally literally my hardest thing to do is to ask for help I hate it. Yeah, I definitely will spend a lot of time trying to fix it on my own, but I, I feel like I'm normal. I'm normally pretty good about, I'm like, all right, it's been X amount of time. I, I gotta, I gotta find someone help. Yeah. I don't, I don't even say that. I'm like, I I grumble about it. I get so mad about it. I am infuriated. I'm like, I couldn't figure it out. I'm upset in all of my spaghetti. And the time limit is it, it crosses my entire life, whether it's a mistake I made at my job, if it's something that I can't figure out, I don't know, like a program, the internet, even like grocery stores. I love asking for directions. I love people that refuse to ask for, for help in a store. They're just like, I'm just looking no, or no, I don't need any help. And they've just they've been circling the grocery store for like an hour and a half. No, I will give myself five minutes if I can't find where I think it's supposed to be, ma'am. Excuse me, yeah, sir, literally. somebody. I don't, I don't, I don't ha- see that's the thing. I don't have that, um, that mentality in like that kind of situation. I, th- I think it's something that I think I'm supposed to be good at yeah. and I'm supposed to like a job, like or relationship. Like I'm supposed to be good at this. I'm supposed to understand this. I'm supposed to be the, the dutiful son, boyfriend, worker, whatever the fuck I'm supposed to be. Like those realms that I'm supposed to be good at and perform well in. That's where I have the hardest time asking for help. Like anytime, anytime I don't know where I'm going or I'm lost, I'm like, I don't know. What the fuck is this help? Hello? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> And then yes. it's like too afraid to approach me because I'm like, ah, a little spooky. You mentioned this about like fixing someone's mistake or just letting them um, wallow in it or whatever, figure it out. I don't know. I I, I definitely am not going to like jump in and correct someone like while they're in the middle of, middle of it. But yeah. if there's something that I know needs to be done for a client or something, I will fix it. But I'm not going to just fix it and then it's gone. Uh-huh. I will, I'm either sending you an email I'm like coming to your desk. This was wrong. I fixed it. Carrier pigeons up throwing spitballs at you. Can you tell me why it was wrong? (laughs) What did we learn? Nothing. (laughs) But but then that's the thing. Like the the next step is actually follow through. Like 
if I show you how to do it, you better do it the next time. Because if not, I'm going to be real mad about it. And, like, I, like, I understand, like, a gentle reminder, fine. But, like, if it's constant, you can't remember doing it, I'm going to be so mad about it. And then, honestly, like, I'm a firm believer in actions speak louder than words. So if you're not doing it and listening, I Damn. <laughs> I get mad about it. Yep. My coworkers. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I, like, I'm a beast to work with. I run a very tight ship. And I'm, and you guys know that I'm not open to criticism or other suggestions because I always think I'm right all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been, I've been better at, it. I've been better at hearing things from admin and coworkers. And then I say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I, I, and I'm like, if you're gonna bring this idea up, you're gonna execute this idea, and it better be done perfectly because I don't want my name on it if it's not perfect. Right. What about outside of work? I mean, if you if your order's wrong, are you are you going to point it out? Sometimes, usually no. I'll usually fix it quietly because, like again, like I told you, it's not. It doesn't affect me as much. How are like, you going to fix your food being wrong? Oh, food! Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! I'll point that out. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm a fucking bitch about everything else in the world. Like I'm I, paying for that. That's mine. It's affecting me. I don't understand people that won't send food back. Like you don't have to be a dick about it, but I. I will, I'm going to point things out. My boyfriend's steak is wrong. Ma'am, hello, this is overcooked. Someone steps in my foot, watch your clown feet. <laughs> you forgot my birthday, buzz, order. buzz, bitch. Did you forget something? <laughs> you will not. Yes. like For it, your birthday? You oh don't have God. to like get me a gift, but you can say hello, happy birthday. Oh my God, I'm going to purposely not say happy birthday to you next year. <laughs> I'll expect it. I want, I'm going to, I'm gonna, no, you won't. You're going to forget. <laughs> i'm gonna put an event reminder in my calendar right now <laughs> i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna test this theory <laughs> science science <laughs> here it is <laughs> my biggest qualms about anything like you were saying work related like if you didn't take a note it's frequency yeah like how frequent once in a while we're human like if if you make a mistake okay fine but monthly weekly come on yeah. You can't, we can't, is this, is this just my luck? Are you Lindsay Lohan? Like you can't fuck up everything constantly. Well, and then like relationships, like I, that's the one thing I thought of. And I, I love that he can keep harking back on this one person because <laughs> like everything about our relationship was obviously wrong, but like forgot my birthday. Oh, it was a day after. Just kidding. Uh, I had it in my calendar for the day after. Oh, sorry. I didn't text you for like three days. Oh, sorry. I didn't text you for three weeks. Mm, sorry. Oh no. Sorry. I didn't do this. Oh, sorry. I didn't do that. Bitch, you're supposed to like be, be like my boyfriend. Like you're supposed to be my other half. Like you need to get it together. I feel like you're teasing a, an episode you want to do about neglect. <laughs> oh my God. I should. I'm just constantly <laughs> neglected. Everyone <laughs> neglects me. This is why I have a podcast. It's the rag doll over here. me. You can't avoid me now. I'm here. I'm loud. That's why my levels are so high. That's probably why I scream a lot. Probably true. You're like, you can't ignore me. You're not deaf. I'm here. You can see me now. God, if only I was a little bit taller. Those aren't noise canceling. <laughs> I, even if they were, I know I'm louder than that. <laughs> I think my second half of that was like, if the other person did it. And again, like, they have to acknowledge it. And the thing is, like, with a mistake, you have to actually, like, be remorseful about it. Like you have oh, yeah. to like accept it and be like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I see why that's important and fuck up. Like, you need to understand that that's why the mistake was a mistake. Right. Like I think that's a huge part of it because people are just like, oh, it's no big deal, but like whatever. It's like, no, it's not just whatever. Because again, like it could cost you time, it could cost you money, it can cost resources, it could cost a lot of things that can inevitably affect you. That the fucking butterfly effect, man. I played until dawn. The only times that whatever made made a ton of mistakes in my life. 
There's only been a handful of times where a mis- a potential mistake terrified me, and mm. that was at work because again, clients and we're sending things out to print that are called, and we have big clients now. Getting a call that these are all wrong and they've been printed and mailed out already, it's always like complete panic heart dropped whose fault was this like i'm panicking i'm running around checking files making phone calls luckily that's never happened to me it's never ended up being my fault well luckily i'm really good at my job but that is that is terrifying when like you just said when money's on the line that's scary it's scary it's my job i need money i don't want to lose your money i mean i mean i wouldn't mind losing your money but if there's no consequences that's fair if there's like unlimited amount of money it's fine or if we can get it back somehow. So is this one of those learning know. moments? <laughs> I or... learned that I need to do my job better. <laughs> oh, yikes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and then again, like, if they admit it, whatever, then you have to watch them. Like, I, they need to actively work. And you need to actively work with them to fix it. Especially if you're in charge of them. Don't do it for them. But, like, be like, here's where you can find the answer. Or here's how we do it here. Just a gentle reminder. Let's get that done. And then after that, if they do do it successfully and do it, you have to move on. I know I am the last person to talk about not holding grudges, but let it go and move on. Try and then don't bring it up later. If something else happens, we can't be like, this is your second time. Like, let it go. They've learned. They've they're better hopefully you kind of trust them now it's okay Maybe. you can you can let it go it's fine <laughs> as, as you can see oh, i'm man. very difficult to work with <laughs> no uh-uh sometimes no it's gonna take a very it takes a very special person to make me not be myself to not be all my awful parts <laughs> I mean, there's some, like, redeemable qualities in there somewhere. Like, there are some nice parts. It's just you have to get past the scary ones. I mean, you have like, friends, so there have to be some somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't work with them. I try not to work with my friends. Like, this is a very special case. <laughs> but I try not to work with my friends. And, like, I always make the joke that if I one day get famous, I'm going to hire them. And I'm, like, very afraid to do that because I don't want to mix work and friendship. And I've always and I've always been that way, too, because I've seen people do that. And again, big mistake because your ass gets thrown under the bus really fast. Yeah, it, it, it would have to be very specific roles. I've thought about that, too. Could never have an actual friend as an assistant. Yeah. I walk all over them. Literally, I was. But that's the thing. Like, I don't want to yell at you. And like, I know like, no, I want to yell you, at you. No, but I don't. I mean, I want to yell at everybody. But but I don't want to yell at my friends. <laughs> I don't want to yell at my friends, though. Like, well, that's the thing. That's why I can't do it. That's why I'm so afraid to do it. And everyone's like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. I'm like, I want to. But if you haven't figured out after almost 50 episodes now that I am a clear type A perfectionist that has a very clear vision of what he wants, if it's not met, I you can only push me so far before I break. You know, like there is very little wiggle room. And if I don't like it, I'm going to get mad about it. And unless you're strong enough to stand up to me, which a lot of people are not. And what that's what I found in the jobs that I leave or even my bosses are like afraid to confront me about things because they know I'm going to like my head's going to snap right away and I'm going to turn to the fucking exorcist. <laughs> like I'm going to start throwing up. My head's going to spin. 
I'm going to walk crawl all over these walls. It's going to be a mess. Looking forward to that. <laughs> I, I, you've seen it already. You've seen <laughs> I, I was like, shut up. You've already seen how nuts I am. <laughs> like, if something's not right, I don't like it. And, like, that's why I'm so afraid to, like, again, work with friends or start, like, a business or a company or work with things. Like, if I can't have my hand in all the goddamn pots, like, this soup ain't going to get made. Because they need to be the way I want them to be. And, like, because I am so afraid of mistakes. Like, I hate mistakes. I hate the shame that comes with it. And I know, again, it's what society told us that it's supposed to be. And we need to, like, let go of that pressure making mistakes. But, like, I'm a 30-year-old millennial. And that was drilled into my head growing up. And I've had a lot of jobs and, like, roles in life where I there is no time for mistakes or error because again, that's going to cost something. There's going right. to be an effect. So like I'm in my brain, it's hard to unwire that. But like, I understand that like mistakes are like, I understand everything that I wrote down. Like this is not just me telling, trying to be like an inspirational speaker for you guys. Like I fully understand these things. I just am so hardwired in my head that it's taking me a lot of time to unlearn those things. And, like, that's why dating and, like, all being social and, like, being out there is a little difficult for me. Because I am so afraid of making mistakes. And the ones that I've made, I've, like, I try to cover up immediately. Gotta bury it. It's that Catholic guilt, y'all. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Literally, burn it all down. It's, it's, it's not right. Burn it. Kill it. That's all really I had. Right? I don't have anything else. <laughs> wow, great. I'm so glad we planned. We did so good on mistakes. This is a mistake. <laughs> Maybe we'll make a huge mistake and revisit this topic. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, hold on. I had more to say. <laughs> and, I, and I'll put it in the intro to this. And I'll be like, hold on. Remember, listen to this episode and then stop right here. Rewind. Come back here. <laughs> Skip ahead two minutes. Nice. And then come back at the end before before we say it's done. <laughs> before we say it's done. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. You can follow us on social media, as always, at Perfectly Incapable Podcast, Facebook, Instagram. And on Twitter at at Perfin Podcast. Yes. Where I update sometimes. Sometimes. And then wherever you guys are listening, please follow, subscribe, rate, review, whatever they let you do. And I hope you have a great week. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>